Hi friends, welcome back to Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up you guys? Welcome back to Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison and I'm the other co-host. Um, gonna go ahead and just apologize if the audio is trashy. It's because I'm actually recording with AirPods again. I feel like this is a common occurrence recently. I just kind of have the tendency to forget that I have to record things. And then it's like 30 minutes before and I'm like, oh, I do not have my mic with me. But you got to do what you got to do in this day and age, you know? It happens to the best of us. And you kind of, you just roll with the punches. (laughs) So true. That's my new motto. Just roll with the punches. I feel like there's a song that has that movie by Colony House. Probably. I love that band. And I keep asking the same probably two people if they also like that band. And the answer is (laughs) continuously no. And I keep forgetting. You know when like you ask someone the same question every time you see them? Over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of those situations. And they're like, I still haven't heard them. You asked me yesterday. (laughs) Thank you so much for checking. I still do not like them. Still didn't start listening. But yeah. Colony House is epic. Guys, this is talking about music. Um, My car, something is like glitching with my car and my phone, so they won't connect. So I've been driving in silence for probably a week now, and it's quite strange, let me tell you. And it's like not strange when there's people in the car because there's talking, but when it's just me, I'm like, here we are, and... It's just, like, something that you, like, don't notice until it's not there, you know? Yeah, it's, like, low-key awkward, like, today. I don't know why. Yeah. It's, like, just me in the car. I'm, like, this is awkward. Um, yes. I was driving to coffee with my mentor, and it's, like, only a seven-minute drive. Like, it was really, really wasn't far at all. And I was, like, oh, let me just drive in silence. And, like, made the choice not to. I think I was running late. So I was like, okay, I, I have to just prioritize getting there on time right now. Because normally I would just stop and, like, listen to my music and, like, make sure it was playing. Um, but, like, I was just like, okay, you're going to get there on time. You can do this. And so I just was, like, sitting in silence. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I can just, like, let it be silence for the next three minutes. But I was so uncomfortable the whole time. And then I got there and I was just like waiting in my car and I was like, what do I talk out loud? Do I think what do I just sit here? It like really was just like, man, I don't sit. I like want to prioritize that. I think the thing I want to work on in life is like, can I just sit and be still and listen? It's to, like my that... surroundings to the Lord. It's to like anything. something. Yeah. You don't realize throughout the day, like there's normally something like being like put in your mind like you know yeah no yeah for sure that that wasn't the best way to put it that sounds like everything's bad but like there's always something like I don't know everything is catching our attention yeah everything's always fighting for attention and I think that goes along (laughs) greatly that goes along greatly I wish I had a guard to like guard my my mind and my heart That's exactly what we're talking about this week. Well, probably not one of our best transitions in the world, but welcome to today's episode where we talk about girding our heart. And we're excited to talk about it. It's been something that I've been thinking about pretty frequently. And I think also goes along 
pretty well with our last week's episode, was, which was contentment um, in all circumstances. And this is guarding your heart in all circumstances. So I think Sophie and I have like a couple of different things that we're going to talk about. But like, this is what it actually means to guard your heart because it's just kind of this like foreign concept of every like youth pastor in America is always just like, guard your heart. Every Christian camp counselor is like, guard your heart and all these things. But what does it actually mean to guard my heart? I don't really know. So we're here to talk about it. And this is all just our opinion. And we have a lot to learn. So that said, Sophie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. I feel like the word guarding your heart is one of those Christian phrases that's thrown out quite often. And it's one that is very useful if you think about it. But I think I had to get over the initial like mm, cringe, you know, the little like, oh, we say that too much. But it's okay because we're going to unpack it today. So one thing that comes to mind when I think about guarding my heart is um, obviously dating comes to mind. But something else that comes to my mind that I was actually thinking about today um, is guarding your heart Um from expectations or against expectations I kind of that vibe because I feel like in my my, like okay this is a good example whenever I went to college I go to college and I was like this is how I expect everything to go and of course it did not go that way because that was an expectation that I had created in my mind in my mind and that's a very like simple example and if you've gone to college maybe you can relate or think of a time where you expected something and then something else happened um I think that that's like creating expectations is something that everyone does I would assume at least I do it um but I think that guarding your heart from expectations is really important because when we like make these expectations and then they don't come because that's not how life works um it leads to like a lot of like disappointment and a lot of like frustration and you can also place expectations on people and then that leads to a lot of like disappointment in a, in a person and so i think that the phrase guarding your heart in the sense of expectations you know, um talking a lot about guarding like protecting your heart from it from having those expectations protecting your mind from like going down these paths of like this is what's going to happen and then this is going to happen or like then this person is going to be this person in my life or whatever it may be um so that we are open to the plan that the lord has for us that we're open to whatever is best for us um from the lord so that um we get to be excited about that but okay expectations so not expecting things from people um or from in a circumstance is a way to guard your heart um that's one example but i feel like the phrase guard your heart like how might you go about that if it's expectations if it's dating if it's any other circumstance when someone might tell you to guard your heart i think the biggest thing to guard your heart is to be rooted in the word of God, which sounds like, man, Sophie, that's so simple. Um, But I feel like that's really what it comes down to, guys, because when you think about it, if you want to know God's word, if you want to like write it on your heart by through memorization, through prayer, through reading God's word, when we do those things and we write the word of God in our heart and it's not just words that we memorize, but it's something that... um 
like I said, is on our hearts, then when it comes in these situations where it is time to guard our hearts, we are already prepared to do that. And we are already ready to guard our hearts because we know what God's word says. We know what um, is expected of us as Christians. What I mean by that is what God commands us to do as Christians. We know our identity and our value in Christ. So then when we go in these circumstances and the phrase guard your heart comes up or when we're saying, okay, I need to guard my heart from this. We already are. We're ready because we have the word of God in our back pocket. I think about that this summer. Um, one of our, and my job that I was at this summer, our task was to, mem- one of our tasks was to memorize a chunk of a passage each week. And the first week we did it, we all memorized it. And then they asked us, okay, what does this mean? How, how did this stand out to you? And we were all silent because we had memorized it, but we hadn't let it change our lives that week. Um, and that was like, that was like me. That was my personal experience. And then after that, I was challenged to not only that's why we memorize passages, but anyways, I say that because, um, because if we want to guard our heart, knowing what the Lord says about who we are, about what he's done for us is the great, is a great place to start. And I think also community is a great aspect to this because there are times in our life where we might not realize that this is something that isn't the most healthy for me, or this is something that I need to not place expectations on. And in those moments, sometimes it might take someone else to tell us, are you guarding your heart from this? Are you seeking what the Lord wants from us, from you? Or like, are you seeking the Lord? That's the phrase. Are, are you abiding in the Lord? That's the phrase I was looking for. And then if we're doing that, I think that is the place where we are able to guard our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good. And I think like a big part of that that I don't want to skip over is what you're talking about accountability, because I think that's something that I am really quick to just like, like if I see my friends not guarding their hearts, I am so quick to just ignore it and be like, haha, so silly, so goofy, and just like not call them out on it because it's a really hard thing to call out because it's really personal. I think a lot of sin is a lot like really personal. Um, but I think especially about guarding your heart is really personal because it's like, okay, well, like you say I'm not guarding my heart, but you do this and you do this. It's like, okay, well, we all have like different levels of like capacity in some ways of just like, okay, well, like I'm not affected by this. I don't like work. I don't have that conviction, whatever it is. Um, And like, we just all have different convictions there. Not to say that like, you should just be able to get away with anything you want because in blame it on like, I don't have that conviction because that's very much not what I'm saying. But I think a big question to ask when we were talking about what guarding our hearts means is like this question of why we have to guard our hearts. I think that's something that I always just skip over is like, I would tell campers this summer, like, you have to guard your heart, but, like, never explain why you should guard your heart. Um, I think Proverbs 23, 423 is the best way to describe it, and it says, it's King Solomon talking. And it says, above all else, guard your heart, for, for it is the wellspring of life, or for it is where all life flows from. And I think that sums it up really nicely of this is, like, where all life flows from. Everything that we do, everything that we say, everything that we, like, act upon and think flows from our heart. And if our heart is not guarded, it is easily 
persuaded or easily tainted or easily like changed because of this world then everything that we like think say do is going to be affected by that and as believers we are trying our very very best to not look like this world and like our hearts are very easily swayed i think i know like mine is of just like oh well like i really like highly value this one person in my life and she says this about this then like sounds good to me and now I'm going to change how I behave because of this whether you realize it or not like it's not always like a conscious decision that you're making but that's why it's so important that we guard our hearts and like the verbiage of above all else from King Solomon who like for context was like probably one of the wisest men who have ever walked this earth and was an incredible leader and like somebody that like was just like highly valued and highly esteemed saying this like he was very very wise and it's like it says that in the bible of like he asked for wisdom from the lord and he received it and then like for that to be his piece of advice that is like above all else guard your heart from because from it all life springs and all life flows is just like wild to me and like something that we should like take to heart and like really believe and really trust um so like that's kind of why we're talking about this and just like we think it's really important and like it's like biblically really important scene in this scripture um so that said sophie talked about guarding her against expectations which i think is absolutely massive because i like never guarded my heart against expectations until probably after college started and like all disappointment comes from unmet expectations and now it's something that i try to be really intentional about of like okay you're allowed to have expectations you're allowed to like be excited about things but like guarding your heart in that sense may look like being really realistic of like okay like man I would absolutely love it if I could get a 4.0 this semester but I know that it is not where my identity lies or it is not where like my worth and value comes from and like I will not let it affect how I view myself or what my value and worth feels like and like that is guarding your heart of like okay like I would love to be able to do that that is a goal I'm not going to make it an expectation I'm not going to place any of my identity value worth pride whatever it is in that thing because like, it could very much not happen. Like, it is not guaranteed. And another place where I find myself, like, having to constantly check if my heart is guarded, so if you kind of mentioned it, is, like, relationships. um, And, like, romantic relationships, like, boy-girl relationships. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, or, like, friendships also. um, Of, like, man, are you placing? It, like, also kind of goes back to expectations of, like, am I placing these unrealistic expectations on my friends? Of like they're gonna know how to serve me and they're gonna know when to ask if I'm okay and when to not ask if I'm okay and know when to give me a hug and when not to give me a hug, like placing those expectations and then being hurt because they like didn't fulfill them, which are just like unrealistic expectations. Like that's not guarding your heart, um, and also just like being too emotional. Like I literally time and time again am just like too emotionally invested in things that like don't deserve as much heart as I give them because like I should be giving it to the word in that way of like man like I care so much about like my friends and what they think and like how they're treating me and how I'm treating them and how like all these things that like sometimes I have to take a step back and be like man like if they were to like move away to a different school like would I be okay like would I be able to recover (laughs) like why am I being drunk about this you know what I mean I'm just like okay like why am I placing so much of my heart into this when like I can actually pour so much more into my relationship with the Lord that is steadfast and is going to work out because like believe it or not like we are going to fail each other my best friends are going to fail me I'm going to fail them and like anybody and everybody that you meet 
and like platonic relationships at some point is going to hurt you or going to disappoint you or like whatever it is and guarding your heart of like their words are not always true and my words are not always true and like what is true is the word of god and like being really realistic and really tangible of like I'm trying to think of examples of like how to guard your heart and friendships of just like okay like I also have to like take what these like the biggest thing I can think of is like I have to take these friends and their words of like a grain of salt and like check it against the bible and like if your friends are telling you to like go do a b and c and a b and c don't align of scripture then like you should not do it whether you trust them and whether they say they're abiding in Christ whatever it is like you should not do it and like that is an example of guarding your heart because you're like protecting yourself, protecting the most valuable thing that like the Lord has given us and like what life is going to flow from so that you are representing Christ. Um, and then in relationships that are non-platonic, like romantic relationships, I think guarding your heart is like something that's always said, but like is actually probably the most crucial thing ever, especially in singleness of like, Man, as a girl, like, I have, like, personally given my heart away so many times in the sense that, like, I will be so emotionally invested in just, like, my relationship with this guy before we're even, like, in high school. That was, like, a lot of what relationships looked like for me of just, like, being really attached to these, like, specific guys and, like, getting really excited and letting them, like, text me all the time and, like, talking at school all the time and getting so so like emotionally invested and then like us never even dating and like that is so unhealthy and like I can see the effects of that now in my relationships with guys as I'm older and like all of that could have been saved had I just guarded my heart better of like I expect this person to be clear in action and I expect this person to communicate kindly and communicate well what their intentions are from the get-go and like that doesn't mean like you meet somebody and they shake your hand and they're like I intend to pursue you and date you like that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is like I'm gonna guard my heart and like one thing my mentor always tells me is like Addison like a boy does not like you until the words come out of his mouth and like do not like guard your heart against like believing anything until he communicates it clearly to you and like that has been really helpful in guarding my heart. I don't think you need to be necessarily that extreme all the time. And it really depends on the person, but that's been super helpful for me. I'm just like, I'm not going to like fantasize about what this relationship is. And I'm not going to just like make things up to make myself feel good, to make myself think I'm getting validated or anything like that, because that is how quickly identity can get tied up in what boys think of you or what girls think of you if you're a guy. And like wholeheartedly believe that that has saved me from so much hurt. I'm just like, Thing. like they're like a really small things that guys can do or girls can do that'll make you think that they like you and like I just think it's something about the way that we're wired or the way that sin has tainted us that like makes us cling to that and makes it feel so good to have validation or attention that makes us want it and that is so quickly like hurtful to us and like can name like like could literally like countless times tell you of all the things that I've read way too far into who DM'd me or who liked my Instagram story or who viewed it first or who um, like wrote me a letter or like whatever it is or who texted me first and asked how my day was going and like all of these things and then got way too excited and way too wrapped up in it and forgot that all of my worth and my value was determined like literally thousands of years ago and that none of this actually matters and like because of that was really really hurt if that makes sense like 
it's so fair to be excited about things and I'm not telling you to not get excited about relationships because they're awesome and they're from the Lord and like he cares far more about our relationships than anybody else ever will even ourselves but like what I am saying is that like nothing will ever compare to the love of the Lord and you will never have to fight for the Lord to love you and like guarding your heart is just a way to honor your future spouse in a way to honor the Lord because he like did not design us to be disposed of and to be used and to be misled and cr- confused and hurt by like small little details or anything, you know, of just like, and also like a lot of times I don't think that's people's intentions. And like, that's like part of the problem is people don't really realize what they're doing can be viewed as harmful or like hurtful. Uh, but like it doesn't have to be hurtful like I don't I like it's really hard to hurt my like for a boy to hurt my feelings now because nine out of ten times I'm just not going to read into it and I'm going to be like well they don't like me until the words come out of their mouth and like that way I don't have to be hurt by it and like that has never once like come back to like bite me if that makes sense like there's never been a time where I'm like I just wish that I thought he liked me like that's literally never happened I'm sorry like I don't know what your experience is but like I like that is my biggest encouragement to my friends is like man just like don't fall into this and like don't give it attention and don't like if you find yourself thinking about it over and over and over again then that is like a really really good sign that you need to surrender that and give it to the Lord and say Lord this is like a really heavy burden for me to carry and it is taking my attention and I want to transfix my eyes on you. And if this is a relationship that is going to begin, then I trust you with it and that you are sovereign and you are over this and please remove my mind from it and let it happen in a way that is honoring and edifying to you because I trust you more than I trust my own selfish intuitions and instincts instincts. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I'm just like, we like weren't created to date. Like we were, cre- I don't know, like dating is so, not biblical but like of course it's not gonna be biblical like they didn't date in bible times like um there's just no way to do it perfectly by any means and like throwing in things like social media and texting and like all these other things make it really hard to guard your heart and like that also goes into like guarding your heart against temptations of like if you know you're tempted and like to do to commit i don't know i never know how to word that Like, if you're really tempted by this one thing that always leads to sin, then, like, you need to guard your heart against that. And sometimes that takes very tangible things of, like, I'm going to turn Instagram notifications off. And I'm, like, going to, like, mute. Like, I've literally muted stories of guys that I find, like, distracting or I find myself, like, wanting to just, like, idolize in a way. I'm just like, oh, like, I really care about what this guy, like, if he, like, votes on my polls or, like, whatever it is, that's actually so embarrassing, but whatever. Um, Like, I just really care, and, like, that's annoying to me, and that, like, very quickly will turn to idolization for me, so it's like, fine, mute, remove from following, do whatever you have to. Like, I, like, refuse to be, like, entertained by things that, like, the Lord died for, and, like, that is idolization. Um, Or, like, if you're idolizing a certain body type, or if you're idolizing a certain grade, like do what it takes to get that out of your life and to like actually flee from sin and not just be passive and like guarding your heart is not passive guarding your heart is an active thing that I have to choose to do every single day and I'm not perfect at by any means and like you can ask anybody in my life that I am just like so hurt by things that I didn't guard my heart against and like I'm not saying to like put up wall after wall after wall against people but like 
find your personal boundaries and like things that are like enough to guard you from like this is how I always view it as like is this going to be life-giving is this going to make me more life-giving or is it going to do the opposite like is it going to make me speak less than truth like if it's going to make me speak truth louder and better awesome like let it in but if it's going to do the opposite of that then like I need to guard my heart against it and and you'll see like how much stuff is like actually I'm like wow so spending six hours on TikTok actually made me less life-giving than if I had uh, read a book spent time with the Lord hung out with friends like did literally anything else and like that doesn't mean I need to get rid of TikTok all like together like maybe I do need to limit it and like find that boundary for myself um but that was kind of a lot of information I just talked for a really long time so all of that to say guarding your heart it's so good and so important and like again the reason for it is as simple as the fact of like the heart is where all life flows from and like all thoughts feelings actions um from your heart and we know that Jesus is gentle and lowly in heart. That is his very truthful, like very self-centered, like the center of his self, like attributes and ours. We have them too. Like we have things that are our heart. And like, are those things that are from this world? Do we ha- Are they things that are from the Lord? And like, how do we protect those? Yeah, definitely. Um, when you were talking, Addy, you kind of brought up um the idea of guarding our hearts from sin which i feel like could be like a whole series like that is a very big topic and there's a lot in there but something that did come to mind was james 1 15 or 14 and 15 that says but each person is tempted when he is lord and enticed by his own desire then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death do not be deceived my beloved brothers and so i think that kind of goes into what we're talking about about guarding our hearts in the aspect of sin as a whole um that like what Addie was saying there are things that are being thrown at us from the world and those things um we begin to like be enticed by them i think about like a little fish swimming in the ocean and like a little hook comes along and he's enticed by it because it looks like good food and then he gets uh hooked by it i don't know the fishing term but um i think about that when thinking about um sin because like what we were talking the whole thing about guarding our hearts um is also applicable to guarding our hearts from sin because when we're enticed and then uh it says we're enticed and then we desire it and then when we desire it it gives birth to sin and sin brings death and so this idea of guarding our hearts from the things that our heart is enticed by um to guard our hearts from sin um is something that Addie was touching on that like sometimes it might be saying okay this tv show might be really funny but this isn't filling my mind with things that are of the holy spirit or whatever it may be um that's just one example and it's like i am having to make this choice to and that's like a really really small example but it's making the choice to put away the things of the flesh to seek the things of god and i think that um taking like what i was saying taking those proactive steps to defend from sin to guard our hearts from sin is crucial and like i said there is a lot to guarding a heart from sin but hopefully that was encouraging so that is all i have 
Awesome. I'm going to pray and then we'll finish up. Heavenly Father, I come to you and thanks for the opportunity to get to sit and just talk about our thoughts about guarding our heart. Lord, I praise you for creating us intentionally with the design that all life flows from our hearts. Lord, I pray over all of our listeners and ourselves that we um, are good guardians of our hearts, Lord, that we are able to keep them as sanctuaries for things that are life-giving and things that bring honor and glory to you. Lord, I pray um, over all of the things that are happening in the world around us, Lord, that we are not discouraged by them and that we are able to remain steadfast and abide in you, Lord. You are kind and you are good. Let us never waver from believing that truth, Lord. And it's interesting to pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We hope you guys have a great couple of weeks and we're excited when we get to talk to you guys soon. But in the meantime, please, if you want, follow our Instagram and email us, DM us, all the things. All of that will be down below in the show notes if you want to go check that out but thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week